Now, our next uh, uh, guest with us on this morning is talking about a topic that I guarantee applies to 100% of our listening audience because we're talking about what does it mean to be authentically feminine or authentically masculine. And to discuss this and disseminate this a little bit with us, we have today Dr. Deborah Savage. Dr. Savage, are you on the phone with us? Yes, I am. Good morning. Good morning. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, no problem. Um, say, can you tell us, tell the listeners a little bit about yourself? Sure. I teach philosophy and theology at the St. Paul Seminary School of Divinity. I'm a professor there, full-time faculty member. I've been there about 12 years. And uh, my research area is man and woman. It's just something that the Holy Spirit led me into. It was never really my intention to be doing that, except that I've always been interested in it because of my own work experience, I guess. I worked for many years in the corporate world, and I noticed the kinds of contributions women made, men made, how we often didn't listen to one another. I started to get really interested in it, and then, of course, I, uh, in the end, became a, um, a Wojtyla scholar and a scholar of John Paul II, and one thing led to the other, and now I'm very... My life project is to understand <laughs> what it means to be authentically masculine, authentically feminine, a man uh, or a woman. And um, it just happens to be the question of our era. So Absolutely. I say, yeah, so I think that's one of the reasons why uh, the Siena Symposium was um, founded. It's this little institute that I run there. Um, uh, we were originally organized to respond to John Paul II's call in Evangelium Vitae for an authentically Christian feminism, and he actually asked for that in paragraph 99. You can look it up. <laughs> and then one thing led to the other, of course, you can't, I, I will argue on Saturday when we have our workshop that uh, you can't really speak about man apart from woman or woman apart from man because we go together, although... We're individuals. We stand alone before God. But uh, um, to the truth is, to understand ourselves, we have to understand the other. Mm. And so uh, I don't speak about the feminine genius any longer apart from the genius of man. So what this, uh, what, well, I think I'm getting a little ahead of myself, but that's been my research area for about 10 years now. Well, what a fascinating area and an area so needed in today's world. Absolutely. Right? So yeah. we're going to talk a little bit about the gift of masculinity. Yeah. Uh, and previously on Real Presence Live, we had Bishop Andrew Cousins from yeah. the Archdiocese on to get his take on this topic. But yeah. I'm interested in what your perspective is as a woman from a female perspective on the topic of the gift of masculinity. Sure. Well, let me start by saying that um, I was doing some work in the, you know, with femininity, with Christian feminism, Catholic feminism, understanding the nature of woman in relation to man. And then I realized, because John Paul II speaks quite definitively and at length about the feminine genius, and I started to think to myself, well, wait a second, if there's a feminine genius, surely there must be a masculine one. And he didn't ever actually talk about that. Uh, you know, one scholar can't do everything. So that makes sense. <laughs> but one day I thought to myself, well, I don't see how I can write about men. I'm a woman. And then I realized John Paul II was a man writing about me. And I feel that, um, uh, as Dietrich von Hildebrand says, a woman will be able to see into a man 
better than another man can and vice versa. So this is a gift we owe to each other to lift each other up and show, reveal, somehow illuminate the, the genius of both. Men need to appreciate women. Women need to appreciate men more. And so... Um, uh, what I what I did is I went back to Genesis and derived a theory of the masculine genius from the same passages that John Paul II uses in the theology of the body to describe, uh, well, to proceed with his own version, so to speak, of complementarity, which is something I build on in my own work. So the answer to your question is really, uh, I guess, I'd say that women need to recognize the great gift that men are to us, without them, we would still be living in caves, afraid to come out. Hmm. Men, men are really at the heart of the fact that have, human civilization has been built and sustained itself for centuries. They, they build things, they protect us, they, they figure things out, they, um, they provide for their families, they engage in heroic acts, acts of virtue to ensure that we are protected from natural forces and uh, the human forces that sometimes are unleashed that would seek to destroy us. So men are our protectors, our defenders, and our teachers, and we need to, the right response to them is gratitude, not ridicule. And this has just been clear from my own Life. My father was a hero. My husband is my hero. The male colleagues that I work with are are fantastic thinkers and scholars. You know, and this does not mean women don't have gifts. We do, and we need to find a way to make sure those gifts are witnessed and leveraged in our culture, and as we try to return all things to Christ. But we cannot do it by ourselves. That's not God's design. <laughs> so. Um, I, I'm not sure if I'm actually answering your question. Men have this great capacity for work, for work and for um, seeing ahead um, and that complements the gifts that women bring who have maybe a more uh, specific orientation toward the person, mm-hmm. as John Paul II says. Thank you for joining us for Real Presence Live. My name is Father Tim Smith. I'm joined with Thomas Escrow and also Dr. Deborah Savage is our guest this morning. She's the director of the Siena Symposium for Women, Family, and Culture. And we're speaking about this upcoming Saturday, August 17th. There's going to be a wonderful conference on the gift of masculinity in the home, the church, and the world. We've been promoting this event over the last several weeks, and Dr. Savage is speaking with us this morning particularly on the gift of masculinity. Dr. Savage, here at Real Presence Radio, we're great fans of St. John Paul II, the great. We love him. We love his theology. We love his teaching on truth, on on philosophy and theology. We love his teaching on the theology of the body, even uh, love and responsibility, and how it teaches about this complementarity between man and woman. And you're highlighting this year the gift of masculinity. Uh, We live in a culture that at time it seems to perhaps distort a vision of masculinity or perhaps has been wounded or hurt by a distortion of it by men themselves or even uh, in the culture of death as John Paul II talked about. Mm -hmm. Uh, What this conference that you're having on Saturday in St. Paul, what 
when you think about the gift of masculinity, Dr. Savage, how is it that men can live out this true, authentic gift of masculinity, and, and what can we learn from this Saturday's coming together? Yeah, well, we're, t- we're looking at the, the gift of masculinity in the home, first of all. Dale Alquist will speak about Chesterton, men and fathers, and the role that fathers play in the home and husbands. Um, and uh, it's said that if it weren't for mothers, children might not make it to the age of four. Mm. But if it weren't for fathers, the children would never learn to take risks and, re- mm. and sort of move out in the, into the world. Cardinal Schoenberg, or Cardinal uh, Scola, in a book called Nuptial Mystery, says, the woman introduces the child to the gift of, of uh, unconditional love, the law of gratuity, and the father introduces the child to the law of exchange. He helps the child see that nothing is free, and he, must, he or she must work for himself to become who he's meant to be. So that's one aspect. Then we'll talk about the gift of masculinity in the priesthood. Uh, the, um, the truth is that women can't be priests because they can't be fathers. And there's no substitute for the uh, way in which a, um, a priest um, mediates grace to us in virtue of his role as uh, the um, sort of, not substitute, but, you know, in terms of his operating in persona Christi, especially on the altar. He's generative in the order of grace as a father is generative in the order of nature. And then in the world, uh, we are losing ground. Men are losing ground in our culture because of the inroads of radical feminism. They are not understood anymore. They're afraid to operate like men in the world, to open the doors for women, to, to protect them, to, um, to fight for them. And it's, it's really such a travesty and such a tragedy what we witness going on in our culture now. So um, we'll talk about the role that men play in the world itself and, and the way in which they need to listen to women and help women find their way as well and vice versa, you know. And um, so we, we wanted to explore all three dimensions of what it means to be a man, but not distinct from women. You can't understand men apart from women or women apart from men. Amen to that, Dr. Savage. Yeah. And so the event this Saturday, August 17th, as we come yeah. to the end of the show, we want yeah. to highlight uh, Bishop Andrew Cousins is going yeah. to be addressing the topic of loving like a man. Uh, Mr. Dale Alquist will speak on men and fathers, Father Mark mm-hmm. Moriarty, the gift of masculinity in the priesthood, and also uh, Mr. Vincenzo Radazzo, the pursuit of heroic virtue. And yeah. that's all held from 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. on August 17th, this Saturday. Day, and right. that's going to be right at McNeely Hall at the University of St. Thomas and St. Paul. The cost for the day is $25. Dr. Savage, we're grateful. Thank you for being with us this yeah. morning. We're praying for the event and that your witness as a theologian is also the gift of our, our, of our gender, our identity as sons yeah. and daughters of God yeah. is continued to proclaim. And thank you for being with us on Real Presence uh, Live this morning. My pleasure. Thank you. God bless you. God bless you.